0: Boys Nation to another episode of the Late Night Hype. Special guest in the building tonight, Cowboys wide receiver Cedric Wilson. That's right, our first offensive player on the show. So it's a big deal for us. And it's a big deal. But before yes. we hop in, let's party. Yeah, we get the energy going a little bit here, Sam.
1: Yeah, that's silly.
0: That's silly. Yes yeah, sir. Make sure you like you share and you subscribe to these channels you ready long
2: let them wait
0: you ready big game
2: <laughs> let's go <laughs> i'm
3: talking What's to my up, dark up, horse guys, yeah As you
0: see we have the man of the hour in the building and and let's get to that actual hour there was just a little bit of a mishap on time <laughs> frame, y'all. so <laughs> relax He's here, we have the guy, <laughs> Cedric Wilson, third year wide receiver for the Dallas Cowboys out of Boise State, man. What's going on, brother?
1: What's going on, what's going on, how y'all doing?
0: Uh, we are good, man, we are good. good, we are blessed, we are trying to stay positive, trying to stay upbeat during crazy, crazy times, but uh, before we get into things, we really appreciate you coming on and joining us, man, real rap.
1: Yeah, I feel it, I appreciate y'all having me. Yes, sir, yes, sir.
0: Um... So I like was talking about beforehand uh, off air. How are you? Anything new? Are you handling all this stuff going on with uh, you know the COVID? Are you able to stay up on your training? I know uh, Law, you got a little something something about the train about the coach.
3: Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> wish i do. But, but but we won't let you go ahead and put it out there first, uh, uh, Sid, and, uh, and you know, I believe uh, you've been working hard this off season. Yep. So I, I know I want the nation to know how you've been doing with that. You know.
1: Right, right. Yeah, I mean, like you said, um, to the COVID, I mean, just staying out the way, staying mm-hmm. clean. But at the same time, I mean, in my profession, you can't just sit in the house and wait for jobs to open back up. So, I mean, mm-hmm. I had to get out of the house a little bit. Um, got got a good – get some good work in, usually two times a week with Coach Bird, um, mm-hmm. well, you know him. So, <laughs> just getting my – keeping my feet going, um, especially coming off um, the injury. But um, definitely keeping him up, keeping up with him finding the field and finding work. And then um, my PT, just getting my knee back right. Um, Keisha, a lot of people know her in the league, but she's out here in Texas, so she got my knee back right. And then um, other than that, just chilling with the fam, man. This is, a, I mean, we do get to play. It's a long season, and we're away from a, lo- a lot. So this is the time for offseason keeping shape, but getting to it with the family.
0: Absolutely. Oh, Yeah.
3: And a lot of things that our coach was saying, uh, and also when I was looking at some of the uh, clips there, uh, you working in and out of your breaks, and especially at the top of your route, do you feel comfortable now uh, going in and out of your breaks and running those routes and these sort of things?
1: Uh, yeah, I for sure feel comfortable. I mean, what he's, what he's teaching me is, um, Good work. I mean, I ain't gonna share all his techniques nah, on him. Nah, if you nah. want if you want to get his work, you gotta hit him up. And get it. <laughs> That's but right. um, I mean, he's
0: right. just
1: te- teaching me a lot of stuff that I need to know that I didn't really know before or I didn't know the depth of it. Um, but yeah, definitely getting more and more comfortable um, with the work I'm getting in. Um, definitely need to get more consistent with it. I'll be in and out, in and out. But um, yeah, he got me feeling comfortable, um, especially at the top. Yeah. Yes, indeed. Absolutely. Yeah.
2: Hey, Hey, I got a quick question for you, Sid. Go ahead, James. Um, You know, I just want to ask you, you know, what's your thought pattern? You came in as a six round draft pick, and then obviously you had the injury, had the shoulder injury, which knocked out your rookie year. You come in, everybody is, you know, we all were clamoring. A lot of Cowboys fans were clamoring. Cedric Wilson, we want to see what he looks like. You come in, um, you had the really good Jets game. I, I really thought that. I really liked that game. And then you got injured again, and then you went on injury reserve. Tell me what's your kind of been your thought pattern of what's been going on with that, you know, the frustration, you know, um, what's been going on in those two years of, you know, being on injury. You got a new coaching staff. Tell me the thought pattern of, of you know, going through those injuries, and now going into the, your third season?
1: Yeah, I mean, um, injuries come, I mean, with the game. So, I mean, I've been I've been injured before, starting all the way back to high school. So I feel like, I mean, I learned how to handle it there. But, I mean, it was definitely different coming in um, off my senior year, playing two years straight at Boise, and obviously putting mm-hmm. up great numbers there. Mm-hmm. To have to sit out one full year of football, and I've never done that. So, um, like mental aspect, it was more so. Um, I'm a, I mean, I'm a big family guy. So, I mean, if anything's bother me or anything, I'm just gonna hop on Facetime, mostly with my mom or somebody mm-hmm. like my friends. Just, just keep your head away from it. I'm, I'm not one of those guys that's gonna sit and mourn over being yeah. hurt. Right. Um, and then rehab. I always, um, I've always looked at injuries as um, whatever got hurt was probably weak, so mm-hmm. it needed to be strengthened. So, I mean, I got a whole year to get my shoulder right and uh, I feel like my upper body got a lot stronger mm-hmm. and then shoot, right into the injury, I mean, right into the injury the next year, obviously I felt like my, um, obviously my legs was weak, so mm-hmm. uh, I mean, I feel like I'm the strongest I've ever been and mm-hmm. um, just keeping a level head, I mean, because everybody, everybody going through tough times in life, right. I mean, I'm mm-hmm. still getting to do what I want to do, so I can't just sit around and mope about an injury. Shoot some people wish they can get on TV to get injured.
3: Yeah. (laughs) Right. Right.
1: So I mean, but um just just staying in the loop. is hard. I mean, especially what we do, you want to catch the ball, you wanna be you wanna be help the team, you wanna do this, you wanna do all that. Um, but shoot at the end of the day, you gotta put your talent out there. And that was probably the biggest thing for me. Like I feel like I ain't got to put my talent out there yet. And Mm. shooting everybody know an NFL is not for long. So like, yeah. I just got to, like, time, got to hurry up and come. So that was mostly the things that I worried about. But, I mean, I can't control time. So all I can do is work and wait for the work to pay off.
0: Well, well i tell you what, when you talk about yes, having the opportunity to put your talent out there, you did eventually get that opportunity in, in the, during the Jets game. I kind of want to get your mind on that from from the, the preparation of that week all the way up into the game, which was ridiculously hectic. Um, uh, That was your, your time to... I don't want to say shine, but that was your time to kind of step up, and you did. You you got your most targets during the season, your most receptions during the season, and we got to see a little bit of versatility. I went back and watched some of that film, and it, you were in the slot some, you were motioning some, you were doing some of the things that honestly they asked Cole Beasley to to do in the years past a little bit in regards to moving around and those quick whip routes, the the, out, the breaking out routes, and I'm like, man, that skill set is on. You know, it's it's right there. We see it now, but that game when you look at that game
1: mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh I mean for me I, I can't speak on everybody else but for me I mean uh, obviously I'm not happy those guys are out because I learned from those guys especially especially Cobb trying to play in the slot learn from him every day and then not knowing that Coop was actually gonna go out i i had the mindset that if anybody gets tired i'm gonna be right there to right. help them to fill in right for when they get back and i think he goes out like the second drive quick and coach is like Coach yeah quick coach is like i mean i believe in y'all and we like we do it every day in practice so i mean it wasn't no it wasn't no like nervous factor or anything um and everybody's like i feel like you did good I feel like you did good um, i feel like i I felt like I was out there like Bambi. I felt like I didn't have my legs under me, really. But, I mean, it's still, I mean, I obviously caught everything that was thrown to me, but I feel like that still wasn't just like my natural play. Even as like good as it looked to others, It felt like it wasn't natural, completely natural to me. But um, I was just happy to get the opportunity to um, showcase a little bit that I had in that game. And she was just ready for the next one
3: yes that, that was a great game man for you uh, to exhibit and, and show out there uh, that was a crazy call that game uh, that I wish we can get back because I think that I it wasn't. <laughs> you already know. <laughs> Offensive pass interference. What was going on in your mind? Because you were looking at it like, hey, I did exactly what was test- textbooks. Now, all of a sudden, they could pass interference on you. I think Jason Whitten caught the ball. It was a touchdown. We all thought that it was a good play. How do you feel about that that call there?
1: Uh, I mean, what, what – I mean – Last year's receiver coach signed, said, you can't leave it to the ref's hand, but I mean, I don't know what the difference is between getting off for jam release and bumping it to somebody else versus they're saying I picked them. which, shoot, I wasn't trying to pick him. I'm trying to score my own touchdown. Right. So, uh, I mean, I guess it was just in the, wherever the ref was standing at, I mean, he probably just got a glimpse at it. And I mean, rather he, if he didn't call it, then they would be mad. If he called it, we'd be mad. So, and it was just, he was a hater, Cedric. He was,
0: it it was a hater, <laughs> hater, Cedric. We're gonna stick up for you, bro. That that call was atrocious, and honestly, it, I, I think it affected the game massively because we didn't get a touchdown
2: on that drive, changed everything, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, definitely, I definitely I think we sent it in. They say that shouldn't have been called, but I mean, oh, wow. it's just it, something that you can't take back once it happens and
0: as a player you you gotta kind of get you know forget about it and move on as fans we don't do that we get pissed off right. we're gonna we're gonna mope about it for the next week and and when i went back and, like i said and watched the tape again i'm like how in the hell is this a penalty they literally crunched you right you didn't even mm-hmm. get your hands up you know it, right. it just, it's just crazy man it's crazy i don't want to yeah. keep going on about it but yeah it,
3: it and, and the me. craziest thing <laughs> of it all is that and I'm not throwing any salt or hate, NFL Network yes, or ESPN. You are. Yes, you are. yes, you are. I'm
2: not Go trying ahead. to do Go that ahead. Go today. ahead and do it. Throw the but hate. But they
3: would never, they would never <laughs> ever bat for you on that type of situation. They would say, hey, the Cowboys lost. They couldn't move the ball down the field. It's all Dak Prescott's fault. It's all this person's fault. It's this <clears> and <throat> that. But I'm glad you are able to make the clarification for the nation and let everybody know that
1: they sent that in, and it was actually a no call. Right, right. I mean, yeah, I mean, it happens all the time. Everybody make mistakes, but hey, we just got to keep playing ball. That's all we, that's all, that's our only job. You've
0: been talking to uh, McCarthy and and Kellen?
1: Uh, I mean, we have our, we have our little Skype meetings that we're doing for the virtual since, um, obviously we can't do OTA since the COVID, but um, yeah, we get in, we do our little meetings. We keeping, keeping, keeping up as much as we can. With everything yeah. going on, I'm ready for them just to let us back in the facility. Because it's hard to Coming. do all this Skype and stuff, especially with football. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it's, it has to be where we, we've asked pretty much everyone that's come on that's it's just playing. How are you handling this virtual meetings or the, the, the Skype or Zoom? I'm not sure which one you guys are doing. But, um, you know, how do you, how do you feel about McCarthy? Not how do you feel, but what is your feel with Coach McCarthy from a distance? Uh, because for us as fans, we are very excited. Um, He's a proven winner, Super Bowl coach. Um, He's coached quarterbacks very well. He's coached offenses very well. He's had success with wide receivers where he's been. Um, So how do you see your fit with McCarthy and what's kind of your take on him so far?
1: Uh, I mean, the only thing I've seen is what what we see on camera. I mean, I've met him once. Um, Seems like a good guy and obviously very smart of what he did in Green Bay. So I mean, you can't knock him from not knowing him, but um, he just seems like a good guy, gonna put the best put his best foot forward, and I mean everybody loves a winner. So yeah, um, I'm right along with everybody else and um, doing what he has to do to get the job done. Um, and I mean, I feel like every coach that steps in that position. Um, just, so I think um, we just gotta pick back up because I mean it's a it's a pretty pretty up and down game. And I feel like you just got to follow the plan until the plan starts to work. And I think McCarthy's coming in with a great plan, as we can see through our videos that we're watching and preparing <laughs> for. Um, and we're we're going to see what happens when we get out there, um, shoot, first preseason game, if we get the chance to.
0: Yeah, who, who knows yeah. what we're going to do with that. Man, um, I man, know, right? <clears throat> yeah, I know the coaches are supposed to be back in the
2: building next week. Are they talking like that, y'all? 5th? This is, like, June 5th? <clears throat> yeah, I think I oh,
1: saw something about that. Yeah. Thing it is, hey. Friday. I got another
2: quick question for you, uh, uh, Cedric. Um, I watched your father, I watched your dad, um, when he played with the Niners, and I watched him play with uh, Pittsburgh. Had, actually, I thought he had a really good, successful career with Pittsburgh, he thought he played really good. Um, you know, you growing up, your, your dad played receiver. Was that an influence on you Um, growing up, you know, seeing your dad playing a professional sport and playing the receiver position? Now you're playing the receiver position. Did he kind of influence you to go that route or was it kind of just like, you know, I kind of want to, I kind of raised up and I want to kind of go this route. Tell me how that that was with, you know, you growing up as a, a kid and knowing your father played NFL.
1: Uh, Yeah, I mean, it was, it was like yesterday. I mean, I don't really remember the Niners that much because I was young. Mm-hmm. So I think I was like in second, third grade, but definitely Pittsburgh. Um, I mean, I didn't really look at it because I I didn't really watch sports since when I was younger that much. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, everybody around me knew like, oh, your dad's an NFL. I'm just like, <laughs> okay, I'm trying to go outside and play. <laughs> i really worried about all that. <laughs> right. But yeah. Um, Nah, he definitely he didn't. I mean, he never influenced me um, in any way, just like, I, I mean, I'm going to do with my kids. Um, he never influenced me with any sport. Um, I feel like he actually wanted me to play baseball because that was my favorite sport growing up. Mm-hmm. And he definitely pushed me in that. Second person. That. Um, and now I understand being in it, why wow, he pushed me towards baseball. Um, football <laughs> they, is, get they get paid. They get paid big
2: money and they ain't got no salary cap, Said yeah, yeah. I mean,
1: So <laughs> definitely, that was definitely probably one of them. But um, but yeah, now growing up, I mean, I've always played baseball, and um, definitely that's what I wanted to do too. I'm probably all the way up until what, 18, 19 years old. That's what I wanted to do. You're the second um, person that and, said that. Yeah, L- Luther Kirk was
0: another baseball player. Who was your favorite right. baseball player?
1: Uh, my favorite yeah, baseball. I've, I've I've switched so many growing up. Um, yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think. Mine was.
0: My, I, I like the Braves. So, Chipper Jones was my guy.
1: I think it was like McClellan or something. He was like a center fielder for the Pirates at the time. I think uh-huh. or something like that. Oh, uh, The, the Dreads, all... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah help was, that me that out in
0: the chat. I forget was... his name. McCutchins. I can't remember his
1: name. McCutchins. That's what he is. McCutcheons, yeah. yeah, That was my favorite player growing up. I mean, then the, obviously the idols like Derek Jeter, but mm. that was like one of my favorite dudes watching because um, I went to a, like. Shoot, a lot of Pirates games, Steeler games, being out there. Um, but, yeah, shoot, I think going when I went to JUCO, that's when I decided that I was, I was going to give up baseball because I was actually going to play play it there. I was going to try to play both football and baseball at junior college and then let it go. That, that would, would everyone don't pick me up from D1, go from there. But, shoot, I had a really good season my freshman year of football, and I was like – I mean, a lot of people don't know what Coffeyville, Kansas is, but I wasn't really trying to stay there for four semesters. So <laughs> – Man, it's in the middle of
2: nowhere. I know where it's at, big dog.
0: (laughs) I got to wonder if your baseball background, you know, has an effect on your game because coming coming out of college, out of Boise State – um I always one of the first things I noticed was man he tracks the deep ball really freaking well. And now listening to you say that you were a baseball player, I'm like, "Huh, I wonder if that helps with that skill set." Uh what, what what would you think your you know, your best skill set would be here under McCarthy or what skill sets do you think, you know, they could use this year? Is it your versatility? Is it your, you know, your 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 length? What what would it what would it be? Yeah, I
1: think um I definitely my Key factor is definitely probably versatility. I mean, because not only like baseball, I play quarterback. So when I'm learning, like I, I can pick up pretty much anything fast. So um, staying on staying on keep, knowing every position. Shoot, sometimes even knowing what the tight end has is definitely what um, I'm gonna keep doing. And so I'm not gonna be the fastest, I'm not gonna be the strongest, but I'm pretty sure gonna try to be one of the smartest, mm-hmm. if not the smartest receiver in the room. And, um, just even, even if not, even if I'm not even in just helping my teammates that stand like yelling at them, Hey, you got this because everybody's gonna have blanks and shoot, just being versatile for the team. And then, um, definitely catching the ball. I feel like third down is definitely, definitely my thing, especially at Boise.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Got a lot of Boise that's players on down. this team. Yeah, mm-hmm.
2: got- a whole lot
0: of yeah, them, A yeah, whole bunch <laughs> of them, right? That's
2: the Boise Cowboys, the state Cowboys over <laughs> here, man.
0: Hey, hey. Yeah. He
3: was bleeding blue steel, Just a little darker. Just a little yeah. darker.
2: Let me ask you this.
3: Uh, you played some special teams out there in Boise, and I saw you did a little bit out here in Dallas land. Uh, would that be something that, that you would reach over to Coach Bones and say, hey, you know, I can do the special team groove as well? Is that something you want to do?
1: Oh, I mean, yeah, definitely trying to do special teams, especially per return. I mean, I didn't get to do it as much because Tavon was back there, and everybody know how good he is doing that. But – too that's i mean i'm definitely trying to get back there at punt return and um, whenever i can at kickoff return i know tp he's a beast at that so i probably won't get many opportunities with him you know how he was at memphis right mm-hmm. um, so
0: you think they'll have him back there at punt return
1: no kick i'm a kickoff return, oh, kick kick return. Returns, return. TP, yeah tp mm-hmm. tp taking he's doing that kickoff return stuff mm-hmm. so i'm gonna definitely try to get back there at punt return and then Anywhere else they need me, um, I've really played much special teams at Boise. Mm-hmm. I only play a returner, so um, whatever Coach Bones want me to do, I'm definitely gonna do it. Yes, indeed. You're gonna be—it's gonna be between
2: you and you? C.D. Lamb as the punt returner, big dog. Yeah, yeah. That's what's <laughs> gonna happen if they feel like, oh, you know what, we don't want to risk C.D. You're gonna be the punt returner and go ahead and return one back for me, dog. Because we was talking about we <laughs> love that number eleven you're on your back. Look so good. Go ahead, a look touchdown. Good, yeah. You look good because didn't uh, Roy Williams wear number eleven? Uh, what's the guy? Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He you, I think you're club gonna club do better than Roy. Yeah. So get in there, get your. I'm already <laughs> claiming it right now. Said you returning the punt this year, you heard it here first. You return the punt, big game. James said it, and let's claim it in the air. I right, said, Hey, speak it up,
1: speak it up,
2: speak it up, claim it. I'm yes, claiming indeed. it for you, big dog. I'm claiming it. I like you. You're gonna be that. Folks. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I,
3: are, you, are you ready to battle this uh, offseason against those rookies that's, that's been drafted? Like the Diggs, I know you heard of him, and the Robinson kid, or, or even battle for that position. I do know that everybody penciled in C.D. Lamb, and do you feel like you're going to give him a run for his money? I know a lot of people already got C.D. Lamb high, but but would you be willing to battle for that?
1: Oh, I mean, we're going to battle. Everybody going to battle. Shoot, mm-hmm. Not just me, one through nine, or however many of us it is, we're definitely going to battle. Um, I mean, and that's going to push one of us. And like they say, um, to the the best four, best five, whatever we keep it on the team, got to all rock together. So, I mean, it ain't no like competition to knock the other man off, but definitely mm-hmm. to get your shine because um, that's the name of the game. And um, shoot, we definitely, we definitely going to rock and we're going to rock together and we're going to rock against each other just to bring our best foot out.
0: Indeed, man. Indeed. Hey, listen, one of the positions that the Cowboys Nation is most excited about. And it has a lot to do, you know, with you and CD and, and, and Gallup and then Cooper is the wide receiver position because we really feel that um, we are very deep there, um, including right. including you. We, we think you can help with the wide receiving court. But have you talked to uh, CD since he's been in and Mike or Michael Gallup and, and Cooper and the rest of the guys like how, how close are you guys and are you excited to to get going with Dak? Because we think. We think it could be a special year between yeah. you guys. we really do.
1: Um. Yeah. I mean, we definitely. I mean, I'm with Gallup all the time. Like, shoot, that's that's the guy we came in together. Always around him. And um, uh, I just met CD actually. What was it, it was yesterday or the day before that? I actually, just met him. Um, too, because you know we would be running a few routes, getting together, um, working out. But um I mean yeah everybody everybody close I mean not close but everybody get along right now just meeting each other and then um obviously Coop I mean we are always around each other especially at the facility um just picking each other brains and definitely picking his cause his release game is crazy and I'm just Whew. trying to get where he at. Mm. Yeah, is crazy.
2: crazy. Talk a, let's anyway. talk 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 about them guys. I mean you said you are with Gallup, you said you were with Coop. What, mm-hmm. what are your analysts? Give me your analysts and your thoughts of Coop. You play with him, and what's your mm-hmm. thoughts of Gallup? What do you think? What are your their strengths uh, on the team when you see from afar? He's not uh, from afar. He's there. Yeah, I, I mean, you're right. you're I'm there. you but, there, uh, but from afar. If you just sat there because you're there closer than us, I'm saying if you step back and look like it, say, man, this is why Amari Cooper good. Gotcha. This is why Michael Gallup mm-hmm. is good.
1: Um, I mean. Both of them, both of them at their best. I'm gonna talk about that, both of them at their best. Um, Coop, I don't feel like nobody pressed press them at the line or jam or they're gonna get beat. I um, mean, I've watched a lot of film, a lot of guys. Um, I think he's right up there with Devontae Adams and Keenan Allen on the release game. Mm-hmm. Um, if Coop don't wanna be touched, he, he, he will not get touched. And um, I think, I mean, it it goes, it actually goes back, I'm gonna branch off a little bit. It goes to a lot of the Alabama guys, if you just watch their release period, um, he just has it, the quick twitch, the snap. You don't know which way he's going. He knows where he's going. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, we joke about it all the time. He's the coop book. He got, <laughs> the different, cool. releases. He got cool. different releases. He got different releases. He can bring it out whenever cool he wants to. Whenever mm. he wants to. Um, and then, um, to, I mean, he's, he's putting that with strength and speed at the same time. So I'm putting, I mean, I know a lot of people be talking down on him, but I'm putting him at the top. Um, mm-hmm. of some of the receivers in the league when he um when he's at his best. Um, obviously I know he got up through a lot of injuries this year. Yeah. Um, but mm-hmm. I've seen him. I've seen him at his best, and shoot, I've seen him at eighty-five percent, and some people still not there. And right. then to move on to Gallop. Um, thought so he's just just is so natural. Brother, he's run out what well, we call it a gallop. He don't even run. He really galloping. <laughs> <And> he, <laughs> don't I'll it say look he like? Covering, Man, he covering ground and then tracking the ball. Oh, unbelievable! And, um, how he tracks it and right, and just I mean, just with him on a daily basis, um, he just he just wants to be the best that he can be. Um, we both have a similar background coming up. Not really, not really falling in love with the game until we got a little bit older. But mm-hmm. just going out there playing and letting our instincts take over. Um, but yeah, when I say um, back to Gallup, I mean he's definitely he's getting better and better day by day. And he's the guy that gets out there with Bird with me, cause um getting the getting just trying to get off the raw talent, just getting the um the technique down. And um shoot, he's the ex receiver. I mean, you can't you can't beat many X receivers one on one coverage. And I feel like when you put Gallup in one, everybody know what's coming. If he's going deep, I don't really think nobody's gonna stop it.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Gallup is just nasty on the top of his route as well. So uh yeah, looking at what coach bird is doing, man, it's, it's just crazy. And seeing you working out with coach bird and everybody, man, it, it just, I just think that this year would be a nice year for all of the competition to be there. And like you said, picking up a different style of offense. Before we went live, you was talking about the brilliancy of Kelly Moore. Do you think yeah, that Kelly Moore going into his second year as the, uh, uh, offensive coordinator and having uh Mike McCarthy in his ear, do you think that is gonna be uh, beneficial to the team and we throw in some new wrinkles?
1: Oh, for sure. I mean, like I was saying earlier, I mean Kellen's definitely one of the smartest football coaches slash just people football wise I've ever been around. And just his knowledge of the game, whether he's talking to O line running backs, quarterbacks, or receivers, he might not be able to do what he's this each position needs to do, but he can for sure tell you what what needs to be done and where you need to be. And then he can even flip over to the defense side and tell you what the defense is going to do. And, and him him mixed with McCarthy, I feel like is a great mix because um, obviously they're two brilliant offensive people. And then when you put and you're adding stuff. I mean, shoot, if you could add stuff to a dictionary, I mean, just imagine how much better that would be. Hmm. And that's what I think Kellen is. I mean, um, obviously I've seen it at not only Boise with the stuff that he was doing um, as the quarterback and then giving knowledge to back to the college and then doing it in the pro level. Cause I mean, we did put up a lot of yards last year and that is, doesn't yeah. just happen with, the, with some random old offensive coordinator.
0: I mean, if you think about it, we went from the 23rd or 22nd ranked team offensively in yards and in one year with a rookie <laughs> offensive coordinator with pretty much the same team, Took it to the first offensive uh, ranking in yards, yards wise, and that's why I don't I don't harp on Kellen Moore as much as a lot of people do because it was his first year ever calling plays in this league, in a system <laughs> that I don't. I mean, you can speak on this, but this is how we feel. Could we keep it real on here? In a system yeah, that real. we don't know that he for sure was his system. We know we know JG's system. It was JG's system, but we don't know that it was Kellen being able to do everything he wanted to do. You could speak on that, but that's just how, how we felt about it. And then when you listen to Mike McCarthy, he's like, hey, I am excited for this kid. I've been watching this kid. I know how sharp he is. He's made to be an offensive play caller. And it's funny because after they drafted C.D. Lamb, there was reports that said, Kellen called McCarthy and said, yo, we need to draw up some plays right now. <laughs> and they got into the lab. So to me, that excites me because we've seen a little bit of different things over the last 10 years under the different the other regime. So we're excited for this, for, for Kellen Moore. And we're excited for this passing game, man. You got Blake Jarwin, right, <laughs> as, as another option. TP out the backfield. You know, it's just, it's just very deep. How strong can this passing game be and how in sync are you guys with Dak Prescott? Speak on Dak a
1: little bit. Oh, I mean, yeah, we still we still working with Dak as the weeks go on, most of the time, three times a week. And I feel like him along with everybody else is just getting better, better day by day. And I mean, obviously, um, he has a lot more stuff to be worried about uh, outside of working out. But um, I mean, he's he's a professional quarterback. So, I mean, he knows how to handle it. But I mean, all that goes away when you snap the ball. And at the end of the day, I mean, he's I feel like he's a winner. Everybody may not like him or talk about bad about him or not bad about him, down on him. It's crazy, What he needs to, to do better, what he needs mm-hmm. to do better. But to me, I'm like, who else would you rather put in this position?
2: Exactly, I,
1: um, right? Would you? Um, and then, I mean, the way he just—he's moving the ball up and down field. Like he's—he can't—he can't—he can't throw the ball, catch it and run it. Like I feel like he's doing his part. Talk to us. Talk to us to, to, to the people out there that says preach
2: right now. Go ahead and throw Man. your preacher's uniform on right now, McDowell. I'm
1: trying to. I'm trying to. But I mean, I feel like he's doing <laughs> I feel like he's doing his best, best ability that he's doing. I mean, obviously I play quarterback, so I know I know where he's in. I know where he's at. I mean, it could be a perfect play call, but if one person messes up, it's gonna look like the quarterback fault. Mm-hmm. So um I he feel don't throw like, y'all under the um, bus. He, yeah. he he doesn't throw you,
0: he does not throw you guys or anyone really on the team under the bus if there is a mishap he goes out there after the game is mm-hmm. over and says hey I got to be better that's the first right, thing he says
1: right. oh yeah I mean yeah that's 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 Dak for show sure. that's Dak for you um, I mean he's a QB at the same time so nobody wants to hear their QB or their football team blaming on somebody else well, or giving some crazy accusation <laughs> it's not his fault yeah but
3: Say um, go, go ahead I'm sorry.
1: No, go ahead. What should I say?
3: I was going to say a lot of people see what Dak Prescott do on the field. I think that it would be beneficial to us. If you could shed some light, what Dak Prescott do off the field or in the locker room, basically. Uh, Can you showcase some of his uh, leadership qualities that he brings to the table from your point of view?
1: Yeah. I mean, uh, I feel first off, I mean, it's not, you know, I think we're all grown. We're grown Mm -hmm. men. So, it ain't really no leadership leader here. I mean, obviously he's the leader of the team because he's the quarterback, but I feel like you got to, um, it's simple as it may sound. You just got to be cool. got to be friends with everybody. You can't be walking around like you're better than nobody. And I feel like he does that the best. I mean, obviously in our, in our locker room, we'd be shooting the hoop or whatever. and He's in there with us doing it. Um, I'm not, I mean, I haven't been on any other pro teams, but he's not the quarterback. that's just always up there with the coaches, being around the coaches. He's in there with the guys. And I feel mm-hmm. like that's the um, best thing. And, I mean, like I don't know about other teams, but I know we're gonna ride for our quarterback. Mm. So, man, I feel like that's the best—that's the best thing you can have in a quarterback. Say it again.
2: Say it. Say. <laughs> can you say that one more time? Say you ride for our quarterback. Can we're you say it one ride more time? For the
1: QB. There you ride go. For QB.
2: He said he riding. They all ride for him. So y'all haters, leave Dak alone, man. You
1: heard said on the offense, said we riding. Yeah, man, haters keep coming. I feel like he played better when the haters are talking.
2: There you oh, go. Yeah. Oh, I like yeah. you said, get
3: oh. this man.
2: Get this man for. Hey, say a turn up this year, please. <laughs> please, please, please.
3: Number eleven just gonna be just scoring it up and doing it up, man. Hey,
2: <laughs> before we get you out of here, uh, earlier we
0: mentioned the, the Boise State connection, man. And and as fans. We've noticed over the last, really since about 2012, the Cowboys had had an affinity for drafting guys out of Boise State, including including yourself. Is there kind of a Boise State brotherhood per se? Are you guys a little bit closer because you're all alum and, and probably the most the most players that are alum on the team uh, and with that squad? So is there kind of a brotherhood and do you guys kind of get a little bit of a uh, well big game james like this one a little leg up with the last regime yeah you had a leg
2: up i said it leg up you got a leg up said you that damn damn near drafted all you said boise state players y'all got a leg up Talk about it to the truth
1: uh, i mean shoot, i don't really know about all the drafting politics and stuff. right Is that the goal Is that the goal to go in and get boise guys but um i mean definitely not definitely close because i mean a lot of us that went out there, besides shoot, probably Leighton, we never we never even been around Idaho, so it's, I feel like it's more of those it's more of those, those things that we had a similar struggle. I'd say even though Boise wasn't a struggle at all, we just had a similar upbringing in Boise for the, what some people were there for. I know me and Law were only there for two. I think Mom made it, yeah. Law there was two, I think, but um, definitely definitely close in the room in, in the locker room talking about it but um I think everybody kind of had their partner I think like me and Layden I think DT and Law played together I think Crawford and Kellen like like everybody had their group we all didn't play together obviously but um no it's definitely if, if everything gets riled up in the locker room it's definitely definitely Boise State Anybody <laughs> going, this is all it's all eight, it's all eight rocking together. Yeah, we didn't, even mention,
2: we didn't even mention LVE. LVE, LVE right. was like a, a sneaky L- Crawford. Crawford. You got all them guys from Boise State, it's just crazy, man. That's just wild to me that that boy. I wonder if the. I just wonder if this new regime is still going to rock the Boise State alum like they used to, because it seemed like the old regime was all about Boise. I wonder if the. It's, it's going to be interesting to see if they still keep that tradition going on with those Boise State guys.
1: Yeah, that will be interesting. I'm. I'm not really sure. Uh, I don't really recruit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right with that. Hey man, before we let you go, man, um, is there any? Uh, anything you want to plug here, any charity, any any business, anything that you want to kind of uh, let the nation know as they're watching here?
1: Uh, I mean, no, I ain't really got no charity. I mean, obviously, I will speak on what's going on in the world because yeah. you're giving me the platform to do it. Talk
2: about it. Talk about um, it.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. I mean, it's the world we all we all got to live in it. And um, right. I mean, obviously, what I mean, my dad has put me in the position to be where I am. And along with other family members, but just being around a lot of different races that um, obviously I know some people that I grew up in with in Memphis, they won't ever get to see or possibly won't ever even think about wanting to see. Um, it's, it's a lot of good people in this world. But I mean, when God created good, he also created evil. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's just something that the world's going to have to deal with slowly, but surely. And I mean, obviously, I know everybody is going to against the police and i mean i'm not going against the police because my blood brother and my first cousin are both police officers Mm -hmm. and they don't they don't fully agree with what bad cops are doing Mm -hmm. and that's just i mean you can't say the whole police 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 system is corrupt because i mean racism exists everywhere Yeah. yeah right racist grocery owners racist firefighters racist people that work at the hospitals, racist grass cutters um, it's just guys in the authority position that you don't like to see doing what they're doing. And, um, and I mean, obviously I'm not going to knock down that, um, what's going on in African-Americans because it is happening. And obviously me being black myself are definitely want to see equality because um, it may not be equal to everyone. And I feel like it should be um, some people it is. Um, and just like everybody says, man, just, Love black, black lives as much as you love black culture.
0: Indeed.
3: Right, and,
1: indeed. And, yeah. and just keep just in like all the rioting stuff. I'm not, I don't, I don't agree with all that. So mm-hmm. like people are just taking advantage of going on for what's going on. So, I mean, the police officers, they have to stop that. That's their job. They do that every day to stop these. So, um, but the ones that are doing it wrong, if, I mean, if any of them listening on here, man, just stop doing that. That's all that everybody's asking for because mm-hmm. it's been going on for too long. And um, I just hope it hope it just gets fixed one day. We probably all won't even be here when it gets fixed. But right. I hope long, man. As we, yeah. long as we can do our part to get it moving forward. And um, so that's I mean that's all I got to say on that. Hey man, great yeah. words. That's, that's great, great words. stuff. Hey, man. we appreciate we you. Hey, and here. you
2: a young buck so- talking young. like that? Your dad <laughs> done got you right, boy. Your dad <laughs> done got bro. you right, son. That <laughs> Your dad mama, should be that proud.
3: Mama. Yes, indeed. Well, I'm gonna hey, that. hey I, I gotta ask you that. this one other thing as relates to football. I saw last year you was working with the playmaker, the great number 88, Michael Irvin. Uh, mm. What all? Well, how often do you reach out to him, or how often do he reach back out to you, uh, the playmaker?
1: Uh, I mean, I think he talks to us as a group a lot. I mean, when we're out there, obviously, um, on the field. Uh, I'm not gonna sit here and say I uh, talked to Michael Irvin every day on the phone and just kick it with him because that don't happen. But, uh, right. I mean, definitely, the, when, we were out, when we were out there on the field, I mean, he just was telling me things that I never knew about the position. He was like, "Like you a grown ass man. How you gonna let mm-hmm. another grown man stop you from getting to where you need to go? Oh, he's okay. right. Oh, that yeah, that sounds
2: like Mike. Yeah, that just like him, Mike. man. <laughs>
1: yes, indeed. And, and like all the, I mean, for me not being a quick guy off the line, he said, He's asked me how much I weigh. I was like 190, in that area. And he was like, "So you telling me somebody can stop 100, uh, 190, 200 pounds with half their body? He said, pick half their body and run straight through it?" Ooh. So I mean, mm, that's that good was, stuff. Yeah, man, that was that was probably stuff, one of the things man. I took from him the most. That's
0: goodness, that's man. that's good insight right there, man. That sounds yeah, just man. like a man, Mike. He probably <laughs> said it like this: "Man, you gonna let you really 190 gonna pounds <laughs> <but> stop you?" <laughs> that's, that's, probably it, that's probably what that's probably what we did. Yes, indeed, man. Hey, said man, we really appreciate you coming on this show, man. I'm, I'm probably speaking on behalf of them as well, but it it was, it was awesome, brother. It really was to get your insight and to have you on here. Um, I appreciate that, guys. You want to give you, your, your, your your salutations to him here.
2: Yeah, I just got two things. One said. Um, you. In, I want you, if you can say, hey, shout out to my, my mama T. Just say shout out to mama T because I told her I was gonna give her a shout out to dad. Right, give her. And say mama T, shout out to mama T, and then the second one is you in Memphis. Have you ever listened to 3-6 Mafia? No, oh, three. yeah, of course I <laughs> have. Okay. There we, down there. shout out to Mama T? He say, listen, 3-6 Mafia. I'm all, uh, I like you. Really like you now. We're good.
1: Mm-hmm. Shout out to Mama T, though. Shout out there to Mama we go. T.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jack Pat, baby. 3-6 hey, Mafia, Jack baby. 6 yeah, How about you, Law? <laughs>
3: there you go there you go uh coach coach bird said uh he, he gave me a free pass man so the next time y'all work out down there uh I, I i will be down there so i can see you work out and get everything going in the right direction i can't wait to see you uh work it out this year and get this thing going in the right direction
1: let's get this super bowl Indeed, brother hey appreciate Indeed. it that's the goal mm-hmm. appreciate you for having me thank you man hey good luck uh with the rest on. of
0: your training and we cannot wait to see you in camp and in yes, preseason and, and then the season, brother. We really do. So we wish you the best, brother. And hopefully we talk to you uh, later on at some point.
1: Hey, oh, for yeah. sure. Just hit me up. Appreciate it. Thank you, brother. Baby Peace, bro. Up. Look, this is just the
3: beginning, Cowboy Nation. This is just the beginning. And when the season kick off, man, I'm telling you, oh baby. You got just, fire. Just ready. Yoga flame. <laughs> you know, I'm ready for all of this stuff to go and be just banana crazy. I got to play this when law talk. Go yes yeah Joe, give me give me some of that give me some of that uh that battle axe music there you go that, battle battle war,
2: yeah, that war war idea, warrior back yeah. in law. three hundred get, high get him hype law
3: yes yes we open up our mind for this 2020 season i know it's hard to see but 2020 means the vision and this is what we're going to see us hosting that lombardi trophy holding it up high being able to Facilitate not just your mind, but your heart, soul, and sinew to put things in the right places. Cowboy Nation, I want you to stand to your feet because when you think about this collectively speaking, Big Game James, Skywalker, still with a new feel as we begin to grow this thing. I'm telling you, we bringing in Tupac. We're bringing in Biggie out <laughs> the rave, and they're going to be sitting there saying, man, the 90s was cool, but it's 2020, baby. Boy, like my dog, Lance Bell, Jimbo, over here on the Facebook, Mendoza. Uh, shout out to your mail and uh, Jonathan Robin Robert Rodan. from Hell Sydney. Oh my goodness, everybody, man, don't forget. Australia. Don't forget, Australia, the land from down under, yes, we're sir, bringing mate. the thunder. Let me tell y'all this, shout out to the Q, shout out to Nicholas, shout out to Roo, shout out to everybody. I wanna tell you guys this right now. Preach! Are you not entertained? Preach! It's not hey. you're here. Open up your ears and let everybody say, how about them cowboys? How about them? How about them cowboys? How about
0: them
2: cowboys? How about them
0: cowboys? Yes, yes, let's go. Here, How baby? about them cowboys? We yeah. out, y'all. Appreciate let you. Out. Thank remember. you for coming through. Sunday, be here or be square. Peace. We're going to let this thing play out. Go. <laughs> Drop them fire bombs while this thing come up. Yeah. Drop them fire bombs. It. Let me feel it. Follow Ooh, Big I'm Game Jordan,
3: right Scott
0: Walker, steal. Yes, sir. Late night height, baby. Woo. We in this thing. We out. <laughs>